How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hey, this is BJ. Thanks for listening to our show's podcast. If you're a fan of all things geeky, you should check out my other podcast, BJ Shea's Geek Nation. We have new episodes every day, and you can check it out at BJGeekNation.com. Your driver's license is important so you can get back and forth to work, get your kids to school, and back and forth to daycare. If your license has been suspended because you can't pay your tickets, you can't do any of those things. Let's talk about Chapter 13 bankruptcy. You may have heard the tickets cannot be discharged, but they can be dealt with in a Chapter 13 case. Why not come in for a free consultation? The chapter you choose will make all the difference to your getting back legally on the road. Let's design a plan to pay off your tickets and restore your license immediately. I'm attorney Travis Gagné. Please contact me today at ChooseTheRightChapter.com. That's ChooseTheRightChapter.com. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. Well, Chris Rock, he uh, made Netflix history on Saturday with the platform's first live global streaming event. And a pretty good event for Netflix to get involved on because uh, they were you know, like, well, a lot of us are like, when is Chris Rock ever going to comment on the uh, the whole slapping situation? And Honestly, I just accepted that he wasn't. Like, I mean, yeah. I heard rumors of him like kind of addressing it a little bit here and there. And I'm like, maybe he just doesn't want to talk about it. And so when the special came out, he... He surely talked about it quite a bit, and it's pretty it's pretty awesome. Gotta give him credit, man. I mean, he definitely is getting paid for what happened. He is, I mean, if you talk about being able to just maximize a situation in your life so that you can really get the biggest payday possible from an event that happens in your career, Chris Rock, you gotta give him credit. What a brilliant move. Yeah, I was thinking about when I was watching like the, 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 the special, I'm like, you know, I had that saying, revenge is a dish best served cold. I'm like, this mother blanker put it in a freezer. It's freezing cold. Oh. Like he, he, I mean, there's a few of these clips where like, he kind of ramps up and it's funny because you're like, oh, he's finally talking about the elephant in the room. But then all of a sudden he just goes off and it's very funny yeah and uh, he's a brilliant comic and a brilliant strategist because he waited till the end <laughs> yes wait till the end of the special to bring up this subject y'all know what happened to me getting smacked by suge smith <laughs> everybody knows everybody fucking knows yes it happened. I got smacked like a year ago. Last week, I got smacked at the fucking Oscars by this motherfucker. And people like, did it hurt? It still hurts. I got summertime ringing in my ear. <laughs> now I got that song in my head. Oh, man. And he does, he, he goes on in this clip. Chris Rock talks about the physical differences between him and Will Smith. First of all, I know you can't tell on camera, 
Will Smith is significantly bigger than me. We are not the same size, okay? We are not. It's got this guy, Will Smith does movies with his shirt off. You've never seen me do a movie with my shirt off. If I'm in a movie getting open heart surgery, I got on a sweater. Will Smith played Muhammad Ali in a movie. You think I auditioned for that part? He played Muhammad Ali. I played Pookie in New Jack City. I played a piece of corn in Pootie Town. <laughs> I don't think it took this really crappy situation that was obviously like the talk of the world and, and, and it's created a really fun piece about it. Yeah, and and he's taking time. I think that was, you know, that's what I've learned from it is, is that he was not going to respond in, un, until he was ready. He was going to do it on his own terms, and he wasn't going to give the public what they wanted, which was an answer right away. A lot of publicists would tell you say something right away. This is a you know an instantaneous gratification society. He didn't do that. The best part is like someone like watching this and like these two clips, and you kind of get the idea of like, oh, it's fun. He's kind of poking more fun at himself. But then all of a sudden he, t- he he turns the switch on and then he's like, okay, now I'm going to crap on those guys. Yeah, this is this is really. I mean, it, I, I he basically says, I'm telling you right now, he thinks that Will wasn't angry at him so much as angry at his own wife about making her affair public. For people that don't know, what everybody know, Will and his wife was f-ing her son's friend. Okay, now I normally would not talk about this. But for some reason, these put that on the internet. I have no idea why two talented people would do something that low down. What the? We all been cheated on. Everybody in here been cheated on. None of us have ever been interviewed by the person that cheated on us on television. None of us. It's like, hey, I was somebody else's. How did that make you feel? <laughs> oh man that was the part where I was like oh boy yeah that uh, you know what that's I a forgot sl- about that you want to slap me here's a slap back and then I mean you think okay maybe that's it's it it's not a good idea to, pr- to slap a professional comic that's really brilliant with his words no not at all especially when you know there's a, a, a whole company whole streaming service that would pay you to do a special in the hopes that you would do exactly what you did including go off on Will by the way he does that sh- Everybody in the world called him a bitch. I tried to call the motherfucker and give him my condolences. He ain't pick up for me. Everybody called that man a bitch. Everybody. And who's he hit? Me. He know he could beat. That is some bitch ass. Yeah. And, and he, you know, and he did it in his style. Did what he did, and I, I feel like there may be a lot of truth to uh, what he says. Now, how do we get to watch this with uh, Will Smith? Is, there, is that a thing? Like, is there a watch along? Yeah, it's a, it's a, t- you know, it's a tough one because I think Will Smith's response to the whole thing was good. You mm-hmm. know, I don't, I don't think Will did anything wrong after. I think he was, he was accountable, tried his best to do it all. Uh, you know, and at the same time, lots of unresolved anger. And, and and will and, well, and this is a good test yeah. for to see how his Ooh. anger issues are. Yeah, let you him have watch to watch the last five to ten minutes of the the Chris Rock special. 
Someone's got to ask Will Smith if he ever gets on a red carpet. You got to ask him that. Oh, right? somebody will. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am looking forward to that. Of course, I feel very, very concerned for the safety of the person that does ask Will Smith what that question. What if it's his wife that interviews him about this? There thing? you go. Yeah. I, I mean, full circle. I feel like he's shown great restraint when his wife has asked him very difficult questions. Yes. <laughs> so yes, I would support this. But I, anybody else. I, I, I can't guarantee their safety with asking Will Smith a sensitive question like that. Can't guarantee their safety. Do you think as a comic, like as uh, there's Chris Rock, and he's got his whole special he's doing, he's worried that, so he's going on, I think it's like an hour and 45 minutes, this special. So for like an hour and a half, he's doing his other jokes. But there's got to be a part of it in the back of his mind that he's like... Uh, can't wait to get to the ending of this set. Or, or is he like, nur- I, oh man, I don't know how that's going to go, but yeah. I'm, re- I'm really going to open myself up and, and and talk about this big issue that happened. Because I, I remember, I, Danny, I don't know if it was with you when like, playing music, like sometimes you'd be playing and you're like, I can't wait till we get to a certain song. Oh, sure. Because yeah. it's like, oh man, I'm so fired up to play probably a new song or whatever it may be, or a, a cover that you just love and you're finally going to do it live in front of people. Mm-hmm. I got to imagine throughout the entire set he was just either excited or anxiety or nervous about that moment of the set. Had and, to have been nervous since it was yeah. such a controversial thing. Yeah. It's like with a song, like a new song, it's like one of those like you're excited to play it. Whereas, and I guess you Yeah, if I screw up a drum fill, whatever, but yeah. he's about to talk about like the most talked about pop culture thing that happened last yeah. year. Has to be a little bit of nervous. Yeah. And, and it was live everywhere. Yeah. That's the other thing. Sometimes you go, okay, I'm doing a live show that'll be taped, you know, and then a broadcast on Netflix later. No, this is going live right now i think that adds very much to what you're asking steve like just the, either the nervousness or anticipation knowing yeah. i mean this is the first time netflix has ever done anything like this and you are going to drop your 10 minutes of bombs at the end of your set and not that i tell him how to do his stand-up shows because i'm oh, oh, not gonna do that <laughs> but i almost wish that he would have had his cell phone on not on vibrate and on like on like the uh, on like a stool because it was live, so you know people that are like in the industry are watching this, and just like re- start reading after he does that whole thing, just read some of the text that he was getting. Oh, people like, "What very- are you thinking?" Or this is a terrible idea. Or it's or Will Smith texts me, "Hey, can we talk?" Yeah, <laughs> like that. If Will Smith called. I or mean, like a live reader of all of his text messages that he's getting from people. That would have been cool. Yeah, probably that, couldn't do that because probably some people were like, "Good for you for doing that to that <laughs> son of a bitch." Yeah. And then you find out it was like Beyonce that said that yeah, or something probably. ridiculous. Yeah, that's uh, that. Uh, what a what a move! What a move from Chris Rock. And again, you know, when you when when you slap somebody that is a live performer, you know, at some point they're going to have the last word. And you know, uh, I, but again, I this is tough because you know Will Smith has also done everything right. After the fact, I mean, granted, up you know, doing the slap was was the wrong thing to do. But has he? I mean, maybe it sound like they they still haven't talked. That is a good point. Um, and I mean, I don't know how true that part was, where he's like, "Hey, I even tried to call him to get him to talk to me." Yeah, that is a good point. I I I, I would think that would be part of it. If you're Will Smith and you really want to, you know, uh, to apologize and be accountable, I would think a conversation with Chris Rock. I am shocked in a year that has not happened. Yeah. You know, if anything, you know he's going to be doing a set. You might want to bury the hatchet, you know, before he does his comedy set live on Netflix. Oh, you got to imagine the anxiety of Will Smith when he saw that this was going to go live on Netflix. Yeah, because then there's no way to get your hands on it, which actually is kind of brilliant on Chris Rock's part. Like he didn't record this and then give it to Netflix, and so then you know sometimes they send out screeners so yeah. people will review it. You can't. I don't know if that was intentional or not, or if I'm just way overthinking this, which is very possible. But like. If you can't see it ahead of time, nobody can tell you not to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think that 
man, you know, it just goes to show you. It was a it was a joke about the fact that Jada didn't have any hair that set this whole thing into motion, and uh, Will responding to what he thought was a painful moment for his wife, which I don't think it was. I think he just made up that it was, and now Will, Chris Rock's response about the whole affair and all the BS. I feel like that's a painful moment, much more painful than the joke itself, mm-hmm. which is what you expect when you're at the front row of any award show when you got somebody like Chris Rock, who's the host of that show. And what's the truth? I mean, obviously, we will never know. But like, cause, uh, apparently, like in that statement that Will Smith put out, he said that he reached out to Chris Rock and only got a message saying he's not ready to talk. And when he is, he will reach out. I do remember that. Thank you for bringing that up, because I, I thought I remembered that yeah. there was a statement about that. So what's true and what's true? That is fascinating to me. And, boy, if it's true that Will reached out and Chris said, not right now, and then oh. there was no, okay. When somebody says, not right now, it's up to that person to then get back to me. So, all right, I'll yep. give you your space, but you got to get back to me. Wouldn't it have been great if you like sent him a text during the special and said, "I'm ready to talk." Here's a, here's a link. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's a link to the special. Yeah, I would like to know that because that does that does make Chris Rock look bad if, in fact, uh, he's saying a you know that that, that that he won't talk to me, but in, rea- in reality, he did reach out. That's a tough one, man. <laughs> I do I, love that. I think Arsenio Hall, I guess he posted something or said something. He said, I bet Will Smith slaps the F out of a TV tonight. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, Arsenio. Okay. <laughs> Arsenio's back, baby. He never left. Uh, I didn't know he didn't leave. I, I don't know. Seen, I haven't seen him in a while. Wow. Okay. Well, anyway, I th- and the special's still on, so you can watch it on Netflix, yes, right? It is. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I because I will. It's, it's on. Yeah, because I checked this morning and it's available to watch. Very good, because mm-hmm. I'd be so mad at myself if I didn't see it. Um, we got an eight year old kid. That just raised over $83,000 for a waiter. And you're going to hear why at 817 on The Rock. BJ and Migs, mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 99.9 KISW, The Rock of Seattle. There's an eight-year-old named Kazen who heard that his favorite Waffle House waiter was having financial troubles. So what he decided to do was raise tens of thousands of dollars for the, the waiter. Over $83,000. What the hell? Little eight-year-old Kazen uh, said, hey, man, I got to do it. And, and here's Devante, the waiter, talking all about it. I was just struggling for a little while now and then. Kazen actually, you know, he just brings me joy every day, every time I see him. And I'm just thankful that, you know, he's in my life. And, you know, we just positive with each other all the time. Kazen's my little guy. And he makes me smile. I make him smile. And we just make each other a day every time we see each other. See, I make people smile, BJ. And also be an adorable eight-year-old. That's the thing. I think that uh, there's no way I'm going to ever be an adorable eight-year-old. Or a charming uh, guy that works at the Waffle House. That's the key. I have to tell you something, man, because listening to Devante, uh, you know, the guy's just got a regular job. I'm always amazed at how people that just have, like, regular jobs, regular lives, and who I would say, if you you said, okay, put me next to that guy, it would think that I had a better situation. And yet, he seems so much more happy than me. Wow, though, yeah, I guess apparently his apartment had a bunch of issues. He didn't have a car to get to work. And he's got a couple of kids himself, a couple of cute daughters, uh, and just going through some really financial hard times. So Kazen sets up a GoFundMe, and we said 83000 but I just checked, and it might even be higher, but uh, it's over 100000 now. Wow. That's amazing. You know, that is the cool thing. I got a smile at Kazen now. Yeah. Well, I, I, you love you love that the world is set up in such a way that a child can have a dream like this. And, you know, when I was a kid, you just couldn't do something like this, even if you wanted to, because you just didn't have the technology. Yeah. But now because of GoFundMe and places like that, kid goes, let's just see if we can get him some money. And next thing you know, he's got over $100,000. And the more they've been talking, because at one point it was like at 60000 just a couple of days ago. Then it went to 83000 when we first heard about this, and now it's at over 100000 Yeah. We heard from Devante, of course, the waiter that's going to be the beneficiary of all this. Here's little cute Kazon talking about raising money for Devante. Well, I raised money for him because he's a good person. Well, he always jokes around. He makes everyone smile. He loves when everyone treats him with respect. I just love how the way he acts. Yeah. Damn it, kid. Why you got to be so awesome? Yeah. Making us all look bad. Hey, look, there are people, look, you know, he's 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 in retail, you know, restaurant work. Kazan is? No, the, the guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, the guy. The kid's eight years old, BJ. And the guy going through hell. And look at his, he still ends up having a good time with the kid. And I get it. Little kids can make, you know, can make your day. They are surely, you know, they're a bright spot sometimes. 
But I never think in a million years he thought by being nice to this little kid that it's going to lead to this kid setting up a GoFundMe that gets him $100,000. And how does he still be nice to people when he's got all these struggles? Like, you know what I mean? It's I have a hard time when I, you know, when basically I stub my toe to be nice to people. And I got, my life is so much better than Devontae, you well, know, the way you he describes it. you remind yourself of that when you stub your I toe. I wish I could. I'll, you know, set up an alert, I'll, uh, a reminder on your phone. Man, do you think people are just wired to be nice? Like, no matter what their situation is, somehow they got wiring in them that was given to them by the grace of the creator that they're always just nice people no matter what's going on? I have no idea how that works. I I want to know because I'm the other way around. It could be upbringing. It could be a lot of factors. I think that each case is different. Oh, so it's that old argument, you know, is it environment or is it heredity? You know, who knows? All right. Okay. But he's got a great attitude, that's for sure. I do not. That's no, why I want to find well, it. Out. That's why Kazen's never given you a hundred thousand dollars. No, and Kazen shouldn't give me that because it wouldn't make me happy anyway. <laughs> I'd probably go, "Kid, you're bothering me with all this GoFundMe stuff." Ah, oh, plot twist: Dad took all the money and ran off. There we I'm go. Kidding. That's the thing. Kazen, Kazen's dad's not a bad guy. As know. far as we know, yeah. it would be. Look, that would be a if great. We come in tomorrow and we find that out. Yeah. That would be awful. I mean, look, I want it because then we get a Netflix story about it. So really, for our entertainment, that should happen. Well, that's a great story. Uh, Devante and Kazen seem to be great people, and they and they enjoy each other's company. And you sound uh, so happy for them. I do. Oh, I oh, really do. Oh, okay. I really do. I, I I'm unhappy for what myself. Is, oh, I just heard the Rock <laughs> just hooked them up also with some stuff. Yeah, sure he did. A bottle of Taramana tequila. That was, really, the Rock should insert himself into that situation. He should. Whatever it is, like a feel good story. Yeah, he should yeah. just swipe in and like yeah. and match it. Like yeah. And uh, like obviously, I'm spending yeah. the rock's money, but yeah. you know, hundred thousand. He could yeah. sneeze and lose a hundred thousand. Yeah, exactly. He comes in, matches it, gives the guy some terramana. I'm you pretty know. sure he spends a hundred thousand on that sushi cheat meal that he has. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you're right about that. It's insane. No, oh, so uh, I, you know, congratulations to everybody involved, including the rock. Why not? not including the- Why not? Let's let's give everybody some love. So Rolling Stone, you know that magazine. Yeah. Uh, they put out a list of the best real songs by fake musicians from movies and TV. I didn't know I wanted this list, but here it is. I'm very interested about this because there's so many random like artists or so many movies that are just like fictional stories about bands. And I'm like, oh, I really do love this. So uh, it'd be kind of fun to be able to hear what these sound like. Yes. Um, so basically what this is, is that songs that were created for shows or movies, you know, as and like a, a, there's a band being yeah. portrayed in the movie or the TV show. And, of course, they have to write a hit song or whatever. And, of course, it's not a song that exists. Well, it's like, uh, well, the, remember that show Empire? That was yeah. awesome for like a minute. And one of the one of the members had that drip drop song or drip drip or something like that, and I was like, "This song's awesome, man!" And then I realized I'm I'm rocking out to like a fictional rapper's song, and I'm thinking it's like the coolest rap song ever, and everyone's like, "Dude, that's the song from that TV show." Nothing wrong with that. Ah, every once in a while, you know, who knows? Well, remember that was the show, The Commitments. Yes, yes. You remember that, Vicky? Commitments. It was like a like they were like a a rock and roll band. It was a story about like a Mm -hmm. rock and roll band. It was like on Fox. Yes, and they had some jams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no idea. It was 1991? Yeah, why don't you remember this show? Because <laughs> yeah. I was one. Oh, well, I feel like at one years old, your I parents should have that. had that show on for you. This show, that is that old? Yes, sir. Is it? Or what is it the, the movie? Uh, I'm not sure. Or was it a movie? I could have been a movie. I thought it was a TV show. You know what? When you, know, know. when you get older and, the, and things are old, you kind of forget these yeah, things. Yeah, things get a little fuzzy. Yeah, they do. 
Yeah. So Rolling Stone has got the best. They've got the top five songs. They are real songs, but they're made by fake musicians from movies and television, if you can understand that concept. This number, this is number one, and this was a, this was a movie about a kind of Beatlesque kind of band, I believe. Oh, yeah. Is this a Tom Hanks movie? Uh, yes. Tom Hanks or is it his son? Colin Hanks. But Tom's in it. Oh, yeah. Okay. And Peter Scolaris. I have Scolari, I think, is in it, if I'm not mistaken. Steve Zahn. Oh, maybe Steve Zahn is who I'm thinking of. Zahn. I always confuse those two. Now, was it the... I might be getting this confused. Was it... The, did Dave Grohl play the drums? No, that was Backbeat. He played the drums on like that, Ooh. like, Beatles-esque record. Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole different thing. I got confused. But yeah, that's that was a fun movie, and that was a fun soundtrack. Yeah, you know how old that was? No idea. 1996, brother. Wow. It's getting close to 30 years old. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. It's funny because it was based on like a 60s band, right? Exactly. It was yeah. basically the Beatles. I mean, you hear yeah. that you hear that thing you do and it sounds like it's a Beatles song. And uh, that was a good movie. I did like that movie. Again, fake band doing a real song. And I think that song sounded pretty good, which makes you wonder how easy was it to write a Beatles hit? You know what I mean? When you think about it, if you go back and listen to some of those early Beatles hits, you're like, they're not that difficult. When well, you, you have the formula. It's That's what I was going to say. In all fairness, like the Beatles created the sound and then you just get a good songwriter to just be like, hey, rip this off. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's, it is actually kind of difficult. Yeah. Well, you think about the monkeys. Yeah. I mean, that was a totally fabricated band when you think about it. And they did make them for a TV show, but then they turned out to be a, if you will, a fake band that did real songs that ended up making them a real band. <laughs> <laughs> well, like one texter said, hey, what about Airheads degenerated by the Lone Rangers? But that was a cover. Because I believe that was like by, it was like Reagan Youth, I think. Oh, degenerated. Yeah. That one. And also, like, then another one would be from like the single soundtrack to Touch Me, I'm D. You know, from uh, mm. Citizen, D- oh, Citizen Dick. I mean, it's not I'm saying it's a bad word. Uh, yeah. Uh, but that was based off of a Mud Honey song, Touch Me, I'm Sick. Ah, uh, okay. So that kind of doesn't qualify. I mean, kind of, sort of. Yeah. But I feel like these are like completely new. Exactly. Written. Like they're, not, they're like a, a brand new song. Like this number two on the list of the top five of real songs by fake bands. Yes. <laughs> Wait, this wasn't a real song? No. Okay, Matt Damon was the lead singer in the band. Oh, that's right. I just I thought this was like like real big fish or something. Didn't they cover it? Yeah, the band was called like Lustra or something like that. Exactly. Yeah, was Matt singing? No, no. Okay, so. But yeah, it was just like a completely like fabricated band for the movie. How many bands, how many pop punk bands have covered that song? So though? many. I play yeah. it every time I get to DJ at Emo Night as well. Because, Who covers it? Uh, no, it's Lustra. Oh, I mean, we, we, we the Lustra version. Yeah, we play that version of it, but it's, and everyone loses their mind. It's a we, great song. Oh, so good. I wonder why my ex-boyfriend Scotty broke up with me. Could have been because I could not stop singing the song. Oh, I feel bad for anyone named Scotty after that right? movie. That and the whole Austin Powers, Scotty Don't. Like, yes. They just solidified it. Those two things right there, gonna make an ex-boyfriend. Scotty yeah. does it. That's a no. good song. Yeah. And me. And we're playing, what we're playing is... <laughs> I don't know lyrics, man. I really don't like covers. Thank you. <laughs> hey, uh, here's number three on the list of songs. Real songs made by fake bands for movie or television. A lot of us should know this because it was super popular... But if you're like me, and probably like Steve, you never saw this. What is this crap? 
Yes, this was the uh, Bradley Cooper Lady Gaga oh. Star is Born. The song's called Shallow by Jackson, Maine, and Allie, which, of course, were the couple the in character the names, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, that's not my thing. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it's, obviously, it's a cool... If you're into that. Let's go back to Euro Trip. Yeah, yeah. I want to hear Scotty. Let's, let's play the whole Scotty with no song. Yeah. This is going to bring back a blast from the past. Now, I, I don't, and this I think is from the movie, even though this was based on a cartoon, at least the, this, this okay. group. And here's the song, number four song that is real, but done by a fake group. <laughs> you guys recognize this? Nope. I think he does. It's from a band from the 2001 movie, Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, oh Sarah's rocking out to yes. it. It's actually not bad. I like it. Is if, it Tara Reid, Rosario Dawson, and the gal from She's All... No, not She's All That. Something like that. Oh, wow. I forgot Rosario Dawson was one of the Pussycats. Oh, yeah. It was if, a great movie. If I'm not mistaken... Great. I, a I'm, great movie in 2001 when you were 11 years old. Oh, perfect. Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah, we can't throw stones, Steve. Yeah. Okay. I mean, anybody that says they love Jar Jar Binks, I don't know if that was you, but or, or the oh, Ewoks, you cannot throw stones I, at Josie. I, 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 watch your mouth. Both of those characters are <laughs> yeah. phenomenal so, characters. We cannot throw stones at a young, a young person liking a movie that was, you know, that. Somebody texted in and was just like, hey, what about Let's Duet by Dewey Cox? Dude, the Dewey Cox soundtrack was one. I was obsessed with that soundtrack for a minute. And that's that whole, like, loosely... It's a parody of the Johnny Cash story, but with yes. um, uh, John C. Riley. Yes. Hmm. But they did it. It's like a top 50. Walk Hard. Walk Hard was in the top 50, actually. It was like number 42 or something like that on this list. That's really cool. Because that was a great song. Hard. Walk Do hard. they have any Monkees tunes in the top 50? Uh, Do they, I, I mean, it's interesting because they right. started off as a fake band. I mean, really, for the TV show. I mean, they, they, that's why, I, I, at least I believe that's the origin story, is I first heard of the Monkees on TV as a band on TV, but they weren't real. I don't think so. Wow, I'll that is enough. a bummer. Yeah. They really, I know they were real musicians and then eventually became a band, but I thought it was the TV show first. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the Monkees had music before the TV show. Oh, see, they apparently had a big debate on what to do with the Monkees because oh, okay. they eventually, as they said, Pinocchioed their way into being a real band, thus <laughs> didn't qualify. Okay. It, it's a tough one. Because uh, the great Brady Brunch song, Time to Change, was number 50. Remember? Yeah. Time oh, to change. that's right. Yeah. Or puberty or whatever. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Here's uh, number five. Which, by the way, I did not know this. This is how ignorant I am. I thought this was a real song by a real performer that just happened to be in the soundtrack of a movie. Okay. I did not know this was actually a real song by a fake artist. Oh, this is awesome. I thought this was a real tune. Just Terrence Howard. Yeah. I didn't realize Terrence did this. Oh, the chorus is so great. I thought this was a real song by a real artist. Because it's awesome. Yeah. Is that DJ Qualls? It's DJ Qualls. Because he's like the DJ in it, right? It's from Hustle and Flow. Oh, I gotta watch that movie again. That's a good movie. There's a lot of stars in that. Who's yeah. that? Who's that female performer? Oh, uh, who is she? Taraji P. Henson. Yeah, Taraji P. Henson. My gosh, she's so good in everything yeah. she does. Is that Brittany Murphy? No, that was the gal from Orange is the New Black. Oh, I don't know. Oh, really? They, you mean, oh, yeah. oh, oh the was, star? And she was in 8 Mile? No. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, what is the girl from 8 Mile? Yes. Yeah. I, for some reason, I think that's Brittany Murphy, but well, I guess that's she not. She was also in it, too. Oh, that's why I'm all confused. <laughs> is that Anthony Anderson as well? Yes. No. Wow. Anderson as well. Look at that, man. They had so many stars in that movie, Hustle and Flow. 
Taryn Manning. That's, oh, okay. that's who it is. Yes. That's Good call. You know which one I, I would put on it? And I was kind of like, oh, this better be number one. Of course, it's not. But it, it did crack the top 15. And I sent it to Danny. Do you remember Eddie and the Cruisers, the movie? Yes. I was obsessed with that Yeah. That was, it was like about like a fictional band. Yep. And Eddie, the front man of the band, had like a, a breakdown or something like that. And he vanished because they were trying to like make an experimental record. And then they were trying to unravel the secret of Eddie's disappearance and try and figure out what's going on with him. And they had the song on the dark side. Oh, on the dark side. I think he's got it. Dude, yeah. I totally forgot. That's not a real song no. either. And it's a freaking Oh, my God. That, that was a hit. Oh. This, we played this on the radio. Yes. I always thought this was a real... Oh, my God. No. This was Eddie and the Cruisers, really Eddie and the Cruisers. But, but it was actually John Cafferty and the Beaver Brown Band, I oh. guess. Oh. Someone said like they made they wrote the song for the movie. I guess I don't know the full. Story See, that's about okay. This. this is what's confusing me about this list is that I assumed the bands themselves, the fake bands, were performing the songs, but now, some were and some weren't. Oh, because I remember John yes. Cafferty, the Beaver Brown Band. Because this is why we played it on the radio. Because we actually gave credit to John Cafferty uh, whenever okay. we played this song. Yeah, you know, and, and a lot of people gave him a hard time because they're like, "You guys are just ripping off Bruce Springsteen on that song." Yes, they did. Because it did. totally sounds like a we Bruce said that a lot song. in those days. Yeah. What about the band on uh, the the rock star with Marky Mark? Oh, f yeah. Yeah, and like they had the the different songs they would do on tour. There was a couple of them. Uh, Steel Dragon was the name yes. of the band, and that was a fictional band for Marky Mark to come sing on. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. Or what about Straight Out of Low Cash from CB4? Remember that oh. parody of like all like the oh, I don't. the gangster rap bands? Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude! You could probably make a great playlist of all these fictional bands yeah that's a, it's a, you know what rolling stone I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna actually give you a nod on this one because i wasn't sure about this list but actually it brought back a lot of great nostalgia yeah, it's so dumb but it's so funny like some of the songs actually turned out to be like dude the the, the one that it's hard out here for a pimp that came in at number one i agree it's yeah. a great song yeah well and i also think that you know that thing you do i remember that that, that was catchy when i watched that movie and i liked that a lot which was by you know the one that was the beatles sounding song again rolling stone put out a list and steve's got that there's a whole top 50 we just hit the top five but talked about all of the the real songs that came from fake bands and movies and tv a lot of you were mad though that um apparently because spinal tap did make it with big bottom but came at number 23 and a lot of people are like how do you not have like the most iconic fictional band be in the top five I hate to say this. Uh oh. I hate to say this. I agree, but if you're my age or Steve's age, yeah, you're 100% going to go, they should be higher on the list. But as time goes by, I just feel like people do not have the love and the iconographical reference for Spinal Tap the way we do. 1984. Yeah. That's when that movie came out. Yeah, Yeah. most of the other ones, I mean, really been like 90s and up that uh, the songs that we played. Yeah, it's just tough. I, you know, I, and Josie and the Pussycats, of course, you guys don't remember, but I remember, and I think it's in the, I think they're in the Archie universe. If yes. I'm, yeah, okay. So, and they were, a, they were a cartoon TV show way, 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 way back in the day, and then they did the movie, and now here comes a fake song. And I wonder if there were any decent songs on the Josie and the Pussycats cartoon back in the day, if anybody actually, if there was anything anybody cared about. You know what's crazy? I'm looking at like who helped write that song, the Josie and the Pussycats, Three Small Worlds, and Adam Deritz, isn't he the dude from... Uh, the Counting Crows. It does that sound the front familiar. Man of the Counting Crows, and then also the one, the, the girl uh, Kay from Letters to Cleo, which was a band that oh, I was a big fan that. of back you, in the day. She's the voice. You made the call. Adam DeRitz helped write that song. Wow. Isn't that great? That's crazy. I bet Dude. that was fun for him because he's like, I'm never gonna be able to write this kind of song for the Counting Crows. Yeah. <laughs> 
Like, it's just not going to happen. We're never going to do, like, a pop punk song. That's awesome. That's, yeah. I love that. All right. Uh, Friday, Steve. Yeah, he did, unfortunately, get this one wrong. How many rooms are there in a standard game of Clue? How many rooms? Seven. No. Six. No. Five. No. Oh, no. you had just done your thing. Yeah, if nice you just did your nice thing that you do, you would have known that there were nine rooms in Clue. And uh, you know what? That's the thing. It's always six characters, six weapons, nine rooms, brother. Nice. It's hard out here for Steve Miggs. <laughs> <laughs> really? Is that what it is? All right. Hey, maybe it won't be hard out there for you as you can beat the pimp. Do it. 206-803-ROCK. That's the number to call if you want to beat Migs. We'll do it at 847 on The Rock. Today's podcast was brought to you by Travis Gagne, bankruptcy attorney. Here's another question from a listener. How long is a bankruptcy going to affect my credit rating? Of course, most of the time, by the time we're, we're talking about filing a bankruptcy, the credit has already taken a huge hit. Uh, chapter 7 is going to affect it more negatively than Chapter 13. Uh, chapter 7 stays on your credit report for 10 years from the time you file. It usually takes 7 or 8 years for your credit scores to get back into the normal range in a Chapter 7 case. However, your credit will start to recover even in Chapter 7 after about a year. Um, you'll be able to get credit again right away, usually before uh, your case is even over. Uh, chapter 13 stays on your credit report for seven years and usually takes about three or three and a half years for your credit to get back in the normal range. So chapter 13 uh, will mean your credit gets better much more rapidly. Thanks, Travis. If you have more questions about bankruptcy, you can reach out to Travis anytime at choosetherightchapter.com. That's choosetherightchapter.com. Thanks for listening. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.